Hey, Radio Friaz, for the week of December 19th, 2011, which of course includes Christmas. For those of you who believe that Christ was born on the 25th of December, and that's up for grabs, but it doesn't matter. It's a fine holiday where everybody goes out. In fact, I saw on the radio, Dave, I'm talking to my co-host Dave Osmond, who's up on the Emerald Isle, that 70% of the people who are in debt can't remember what they spent their money on. So, <laughs> or much of anything else. <laughs> right. So Merry Christmas. I want to mention everybody before we jump into this that we do need your donations up on RadioFreeOz.com. Come on. It's Christmas time. Just a few bucks. Send it our way. Keep the boys on the air. Okay. Yeah. 70% of the people just how they spent it, they probably can't identify what they bought or if they're even using it. They're all suffering from deep buyer's remorse. Yeah, right, right. Well, you have to mention that this week, of course, is also the solstice. And on that day, uh, our, uh, let's see, our sun is now going down. I mean, by our sun, I don't mean Orson or Preston. I mean that big luminous thing up in the sky. It now goes down at 413, I think. I've been there. I've been there for... (laughs) After after next week, it will start going down at 413. 12, four, you know, it'll be earlier and earlier, or later and later, or whatever. And uh, so I'm real glad about the solstice coming up, because the days are awfully short here on Whidbey Island. Well, you're so far north. The good news, I've, you know, I've gone through one full winter there, is that when you we tip over the solstice, the days get longer rapidly. All of a sudden, you realize in February that, you know, it isn't getting dark till 530. Exactly, you know, it, yeah. It gets real quick, yeah, which is... Which is nice. But. So it is. It's and it's in. The, there's a lot of lights here, and it hasn't snowed. And uh, uh, so far, everyone is out uh, having having a merry Christmas. We've been out a lot because it's been my it's been my birthday time, and then the yes. fire sign was in Portland, and then I was at Children's Theater last night for Rudolph, the famous red nosed reindeer of of fame. And um, and tonight I'm doing a beat, beat poetry reading, and the restaurants are full, and people seem to be really having a nice holiday season, at least here on the island. Hope down there in L.A. as well. Well, the 1% are doing fine for Christmas, you know. There's this, there's this, I read this article. But, Pete, there's so many of the 1% down there. Right. I know there's more one percent by percentage, I bet, on Whidbey Island than in L.A. by per capita. Yeah. You may I mean, be right. Sense. Yeah. So anyway... Not the point. There's this billionaire who who complained about the fact that he bought he's bought more than one refrigerator with a television in it. He said, you know, where's the joy standing up watching television in front of your refrigerator? He said, I've had it. You think that's his apotheosis? You think he'll go down to Zuccotti Park? And start protesting? Oh, I uh, yeah, you think so. I th- something like that. Well, you're supposed to use them. I mean, isn't, wouldn't it be silly? You're standing there talking to your refrigerator? I mean, yeah, I, well, your, I, fri- your refrigerator is giving you the news. You've got somebody like Piers, whatever his name is. The man who, by the way, and this I got from watching the marvelous Greg Proops, who does a podcast called The Proops Cast Down here and everywhere, yeah. who bills himself as the smartest man in the world and can lay claim to that. It says, Piers Morgan actually said about the national basketball strike, he said, well, they should just be happy to be playing basketball. They shouldn't even, why would anybody pay anybody to just have fun at a game? 
What's next? Writers just love to write. Why pay them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yes. And if writers and, and basketball players don't work for television, television is going to go down the tubes. Come on. I mean, network, you know. Sports yeah. is keeping those a figure. Uh, as I, I, my eye passed over saying everybody, uh, whether you watch sports or not, on your cable rate, you're paying about $100 a year for sports, whether you watch it or not, just because of the huge prices that cable uh, networks pay to for, you know, 1,019 a, a baseball games in every high school basketball game in the Midwest. Well, you know, I, I, I've tried to find a way to reconnect with sports, but I have serious problems. One, it used to be my hometown sport, follow the Indians as a kid in Cleveland, right? And the team was pretty much the same every year before uh, free agency, which I support, of course. But, you know, and it was the same team every year. Now, of course, I don't live in Cleveland. And uh, the Dodgers, when they had Fernando Valenzuela, that was worth kind of watching him pitch. But the Dodgers are, it's a, it's a sorry story what's happening to them. So I don't have that. And, and the Lakers, I mean, yeah, with Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, those were incredible characters, you know. Well, and even Shaq and Kobe were kind of worth watching. I didn't follow it on a regular basis, but they were they were interesting. You know, you, now you know, it's you know the thing about basketball. I remember you watching it when I was staying in your apartment in Santa Monica, and uh, you, you'd be you watch a basketball game. It was thump thump squeak 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 thump 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 squeak 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 thump thump thump. That would be an Cheer. and a screaming crowd behind it. Yeah, it's great yeah. sound effects, background sound effects. Well, thumps and squeaks, yeah, but that that ended for me. And even the Tour de France, which I followed religiously for you know many years, once Lance Armstrong left, I I realized that what I was interested in was this great American. Uh, everybody else, it's all, all of a sudden, so I got no sports, man. I just have no sports. No to sports. Follow, no is- sports in your shorts. Yeah, which means I've been given a tremendous amount of time to read. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't read about sports. Well, maybe no. you can uh, have a Christmas reading list at the at the end of the show and let everybody know what you've been uh, reading and what they could uh, look forward to. That'd be useful. Public radio does that all the time. Here are the ten best books I've read this year. Of course, yeah. I get them all free. <clears throat> I get them all free, and none of them seriously question the system. There, there uh, you go. None of them are by Sololansky. None of them are by Palestinians. None well, of them are by. Speaking you know. of questioning the system, I mean, and uh, and uh, this past week, uh, a few people have gotten their comeuppances. At least um, moved one more square on the checkerboard. The uh, both the guys from Freddie Mac and Freddie May. Uh, They have been not indicted exactly, but, you know, they're standing. They haven't been buried up to their necks and people aren't throwing rocks at them yet. But I think that'll happen. Well, they've already been scandalized. They've already been they've been tarred. Okay, they've been tarred. And And that's a kind of the public. They've been indicted by the press. Okay. And uh, uh, before we even get to the presidents, uh, the, the 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 nation's bravest, most terrific sheriff, Sheriff Arpaio, down there in the, in uh, Arizona, uh, he, they they they've almost buried him up to the neck and thrown rocks at him. That was well, good to hear. Well, yeah, sooner or later, I'm actually beginning to feel a, a little more brotherly towards the state of Arizona, which for a while was a serious mistake. I yep. mean, it was beginning to go Texas on us. But the fact is, is that 
they're beginning to say, no, 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 enough of this, and they're even possibly going to go Democratic in 2012. They're certainly talking about the fact that it's, that it's in the wind. And there's an awful lot of people that really don't like to see, uh, uh, you know, immigrant-based totalitarianism, you know, to, to see the totalitarian state come through the persecution of immigrants. It's too redolent of the Nazis. I mean, yes. I don't like to use the word Nazi that easily. You know what I mean? Nobody, no gas chambers, but it's the same. These are bed bugs. These are the problem. Get these people out and America will be great again. That's yeah. what really bothers yep. me. Um, uh, Preston was watching, Preston is home and was watching as usual his laptop and he's, he, he, shouted from the other room and said, oh, my God, this MTV spot. And on MTV was yeah. a spot directly equating uh, the the proto-fascist state that's emerging out there in the Republican Party with uh, with the, uh, uh, the Holocaust. You know, th- yeah. th- this could happen to you, they said, fading from, uh, you know, n- uh, 2011 to 1930. 19- 39 and the trains going to Auschwitz, a direct comparison to yeah, Nazi well, Germany on MTV. I mean, it stunned Preston, who is 19 years old. I mean, it's the guy who's going to get stunned by it. And maybe maybe he'll change something. I don't know. Well, you know, David, we were on this a long time ago. Uh, remember the opening to one of the Oz's we did with uh, with the the Nazi uh, marching theme and and um, uh, McCain and the and the fascist sheriff Maloney, you you have a copy of that. When we get a chance, let's we'll play that. Okay, you know what I mean. That, okay, so in fact, David, why don't we play that right now and then just come back to this? Okay, let's do it. I'm John McCain, and I approve this message. Drug and human smuggling, home invasions, murder. We're outmanned. Of all the illegals in America, more than half come through Arizona. Have we got the right plan? Plan's perfect. You bring troops, state, county, and local law enforcement together. And complete the dang fence. It'll work this time. Senator, you're one of us. Complete the dang fence. You're one of us. Complete the dang fence. You're one of us. Complete the dang fence. Yeah, well, there you go. That dang fence. Uh, you know, they still want to build it. I got to say this for Rick Perry. Crazy as he is, and now they say he's gay, which, have, of course, has nothing to do with anything is the fact that he, he he says, you know, you can't build the fence. It doesn't work. It's too long. It, everybody has a way of getting over it. You know, stop stop thinking that way. But, of course, thinking, what did he say? I'm not much of a talker. I'm a doer, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As, if, as yeah. if talking ain't doing. Well, let's see. Let, it, now, there must have been some other good news in the past week uh, beyond beyond the Republican trying to uh, snag each other, which they certainly did last week. They were trying well, you know, kooky, well, here's what, I think, was what – didn't, didn't, didn't somebody call somebody else kooky or – Zany. Zany, that was the word. I, I Zany. Zany is a better word. That's a really a Shakespearean word, man. 
Yeah, that's, well, what, what, say, that's what Romney called uh, Newt, right? Zany. Well, it, it, we would be lucky if, if Newt, you know, basically if his epithet was zany. But the fact is Newt stood up during that debate, which, thank God, I didn't have to watch because I had something else to do, okay? Good for and, you. Yeah, I, I mean, I would have. I would have blogged it if I hadn't been, you know, lightly encumbered in some other place. But uh, he stood up and said, and this man is dangerous. I mean, Mitt Romney may be a flip-flopper. He may be a corporate type. He's not my favorite. But I don't fear for my life when I look at him, okay? And Newt Gingrich got up and said, the courts, the federal courts, are too liberal. And we've got to bring judges up before Congress and make them explain their decisions. And if the courts are too liberal and they are anti-American because they do not support American exceptionalism, his word, then we should do away with the courts. Do away do, do, with the courts. Do, 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 do away with them? Do away with the courts, starting mm. with the ninth, you know, the ninth circuit, yeah. which is San Francisco. And he says the fact that they want to take God out of the schools, etc., is anti-American and their anti-American exceptionalism. This man is not only the great pseudo-intellectual, the unfiltered bozo, he's a serious totalitarian. Yeah, well, he's a vice presidential candidate in my book. You think so? Oh, put him right in there like Cheney, man. That's true. You know, true. you could yeah. uh, Romney, you know, it is, yeah, the Romney-Newt ticket, uh, the Perry-Newt ticket. I mean, it doesn't matter. If Newt's in there as vice president, he's going to be Cheney, and there's a, there's a whole passel of people in the Republican Party who would like Cheney back running the show, you know? Oh, they sure would, man. <clears throat> Absolutely. And, and, well, he's you know, not, and, and the, thing, the thing about Newt is that he's not encumbered by, by a heart that doesn't beat. He's just, he's just got a bad rep with, with the women, you know? I don't know if they can actually make him vice president because he has so much baggage that the that the opposition research has not been released on this bozo yet. I mean, he is and making him vice president still a vice presidential candidate still makes him open to all of that. I don't know. See, I, I, I had a suggestion for Newt. Yeah. You've done it, man. You got what you want. You wanted to raise your queue. You want to raise your, your lecture price. You wanted to raise the price on those terrible books you write. You got it. But if you run for president, you're going to be destroyed. You're actually going to be revealed for what you are. So quit now and then, or let them, let them beat you. And then when the Republicans get beaten, you say, see, I told you so. If you'd run me, and then you could become this smart, wounded visionary. But not if he runs, because <laughs> I'll tell you. The man has got nothing but worms inside him. It's baggage. It's baggage of worms. Yeah, absolutely. Well, but uh, isn't uh, uh, isn't Ron Paul now on top of the heap uh, temporarily for a moment before the Iowa caucuses next week? Well, Iowa. He's, yeah, he's Iowa. closing. Like we, like we care, and it's a caucus. I mean, like, oh man, there's American democracy. Yeah, we're I really hanging on it. I can't wait to find out who a bunch of you know theocratic, you know bozos want to vote for in a, in a caucus in Iowa. Yawn. So here, so here on NPR is the governor of Iowa, the six-time governor of Iowa, whatever his name is, Tall Vlasic. Corn. No, Vlasic. Yeah, anyway, like the pickles. Uh, yes. Yeah, so he says, uh, 
in his remarks to an NPR reporter who surely should have caught him up on it, except, you know, uh, he said that the that Obama, this is Obama personally, not the administration, Obama had added a trillion dollars a year to the deficit, and we had to get him out. No, 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 wait a minute, and this is different, because I'm ta- I guess I'm talking about the former governor of Alaska who stood up and supported gay marriage. No, no, this so, is... So we're talking about the Republican that's in office. In office right now, whatever his name is. Uh, sorry, you know, folks, you can Google him. And, and Anyway, yeah, that Obama had added a trillion dollars a year to the deficit, and I thought, uh-huh. w- 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 wait a minute, isn't, you know, where's the fact check? Uh, 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 thing that drops down from the ceiling like it used to. Pants on fire. Pants on fire. You know, bang, bang. Oh, God, a trillion dollars a year, yes. But the war is over. Well, David. Sorry. Well, we've left, and nobody (laughs) is the least bit excited about it. Nobody seems to care because they know what a desultory disaster it was. I remember when the war began, you did a series of Iraq poems. I did. I did indeed. And I know you've brought them with you. So why don't you um, do the Iraq poems for us? Yeah, let me set up people. This was a decade ago now, right? The war is finally over. Uh, This is from uh, a book of poems called Fools and Death. The fools part was uh, because a lot of these poems were on fools in space when we were the fire signs show. Okay, the first five days of war on the last five days of winter. Spring talks like a bird this morning. We must get stoned for the war. An anonymous quote. One, on the first day of war, clowns could still laugh just in time. There were still 48 hours, and the plums and cherry trees would still be shedding petals as that cowboy says, get out of town. Whole nations are ready to fall like flesh pink petals on the streets of Alibaba. Two, the second night of war. The full moon exposes the bay and flies on. The orange alert pulses in its safe place. Navy aircraft pass over in the night again, and the rustling of forces, their distant quarter million all ears in the night. The bad bag daddies more awake than all of Los Angeles. The big man's clock ticks blindly on past 24, and you can hear the earthquake's mumble of bombs tuned in and excited to be moving. Heroes strive to be born and smoke and talk of targets like boxes of chocolates to be eaten. This palace, that bonbon, this garden, those thin mints and sour cherries. And all the time, I hear the children run. I can hear the children running. Three. The third day begins with sand blowing in the wind. Later, Preston comes out yelling, It says war alert! It isn't Samurai Jack! Instead, it's the world's most dangerous man who's starting the war now in front of us because they have fearless leader in their sights. It's go, and the Valley of Babylon displays its millions of jewels under the yellow lamps on a slippery Euphrates night. Four. Our ears are shut on the fourth day of war. We aren't listening, and there's no information. We have no opinion. We aren't listening. 
5. Headlines at 7 on the fifth day. The masters of war seem to hold back our Bible-sized monsters, mothers of all shock and awe, and target their telephones, monsters of evil, targeted as they're chatting on the verge. Embedded safely down, we say, it's just like taking out, say, Shrine Auditorium or just the Kodak with some Grauman's Chinese collateral, only City Hall or the D.C. Mall, and on to where their bully gates seal off their comfort zones. When do we send in Gog and Magog? Or is the Garden of Eden not the place? You got it, man. You absolutely got it. That was between the 17th and the 21st of March, 2003. Oh, remember those days. We knew. You know what got me the most? Of course, the death and dying. It's when we allowed them to rape the natural history or the historic museum in Baghdad. And they took all of those artifacts. They're gone, you know, thousands of years of stuff. And they're just gone because we don't care about artifacts. As you say, we care about taking out buildings and bunkers and television stations and electricity and everything to make people uncomfortable so they will turn on the dictator. You know, yeah, as that's, if we're not the dictator. Well, that's that was the philosophy I believe passed. Uh, other than uh, retribution and uh, and revenge, was the carpet bombing of uh, German cities in the Second World War. You know, you make people really miserable, unhappy, and mostly dead, and the uh, the the uh, the regime falls. You know, it always there was always one works. difference. There is one difference about that, okay? And I'm I'm certainly not here to apologize for carpet bombing, all right? Sounds like Bob's carpet bombing store. (laughs) (laughs) Come and get it. It's coming at you. Just wait. Here it comes. The fact is, is that there was a real reason to believe that if we didn't stop the Nazis, they'd take over the world and kill everybody they didn't like, okay? Okay? There was, you know, with the Japanese. It may not have been completely true, but it certainly was a legitimate threat, whereas... Saddam Hussein had no vision of taking over anything. Maybe Kuwait, okay? That's as far as his vision went, and we carpet bombed him. Yeah, Condoleezza yeah, I mean, Rice. I'm sorry. Condoleezza Rice is out with a new book now, uh, apologizing oh. for her, her service to uh, W. Who, who apologizing? Who well, no, no, it was not. No apologizing. No, you know, it was as as uh, her, you know, her uh, her thrall. She was in thrall to W. Yeah. Yes. And, and 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 on the other hand, you know, she knew that the whole thing wasn't working too. She was smart enough to know that. But I guess she and Colin Powell were sitting at the back of the bus together. No, she knew Powell didn't. She knew yeah, absolutely she was insider, what yeah. was going on. She was an insider. She was part of the problem. Powell, Powell did his, uh, I am a good soldier. You give me this material. I believe you. You're the commander in chief. Why would you lie to me? And I will go before the world and tell them that they have ma- you know, weapons of mass destruction. And you will humiliate me before the world. All right? That's good. Let's just throw him off. Yeah, but they're throwing people out of the bus right and left. Okay, I want to. I want to jump forward from the end of the. And it's not the end of the war, of by the way. Of course, we're not. leaving all kind. We're leaving all kinds of thugs and mercenaries behind, over whom we have no control except we can't. You can't. The Iraqis can't take them to court because they're Americans and they're beyond the law. 
Okay, here's my man for 2012. All right. right. Bernie Saunders. I love Bernie Saunders. Bernie Saunders, two days ago, got up in the House of Representatives and put forward an amendment to the Constitution of the United States that would disallow corporations from making any political contributions and having anything to do with politics. Okay? Good. And and I think Occupy Wall Street's going to pick it up. I think a lot of progressives are going to pick it up. No, it's not going to pass Congress, but that's not the only way you an amendment to the Constitution. You can also do it through the states, okay? And the good news is that the suborned Supreme Court, the worst Supreme Court since Dred Scott, can't overrule an amendment to the Constitution as being unconstitutional, totally impossible. You don't have to go to law school to figure that one out. Good. No, they'd like you to go to law school to figure that one out. More money for everybody, but... Yeah, and, and I think it's, it's got traction, thanks to Occupy Wall Street and the fact that the euro is sinking to the bottom of the pool. Yeah. And, you know, and things are in, in, in terrible shape. Uh, 76% of the people polled dread the upcoming election. The 76% wish it was already over. Okay? They dread it. <laughs> well, yeah, um, you know, they don't have to wait long to to start dreading because uh, we're not far from those infamous caucuses in a state really only Iowans care about, and bless them, <laughs> nobody else does. And, and New Hampshire, which is a state that's in between a couple of interesting places, you know, the suburb of New Hampshire, they're the next one to go, right? And, and like, like I care. Like, you know, the, where, where is, no, but democracy is what the Republicans really don't want. Let's face it. I mean, no, democracy no. means everybody gets the vote. Didn't, uh, you know, uh, I, I think most of them would, if they were really up against the wall, would say, no, it really went bad when women got the vote in 1920. It's been going down ever since then, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they want to keep my from voting. Basically, anybody they think will vote against them, they want to take the vote away from. This is this is totalitarian corporate thinking. This is fascism in your daily life. And the only way we're going to get rid of it is through direct political action, Dave. And that's hard when, you know, when you're seeing darkly through a flat screen. This is when you take people's imagination away with that flat screen, it's hard for them to wake up and go, hey, you know, I'm being screwed on all levels. Let's go out on the street and do something about this. No, man. Now, what do they do? They text each other. I feel screwed, you know. Soon yeah. it'll be FL for field and screwed will D on text language. I feel screwed. Yeah, I SKD. Yeah. I really yeah. don't know. Well, Plus, you know, it, yeah. the, well, the, it's the the world of your phone apps are uh, you know are things like you want to get drunk. Here's the closest bar. Ding 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 ding, and it lights up. Or you know, is is when I was in college. You know, I don't remember. This was New York City. I could have done a lot of things, but I can't remember. You know, partying. Partying? I was going to school. I, you know, uh, partying. Now there's whole apps to show you where all of your friends are partying. So you, you, you can't get lost when you leave your dorm. And Charlie and Vic and Harry and Betsy and, you know, they're all, oh, they're in this. You know, I mean, come 
on. It's, it, it, it's, I read a piece recently about reality television saying, but look, it is real. What you're seeing is real. You're seeing people who are essentially, you know, uh, 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 that's America, buddy. The people you yeah. see on reality TV, the guys who are diving into vats of cow's blood and, you know, and dropping off of mountains hoping to be saved by television before they hit the ground. It's insane out there. That's oh, uh, Look, I can live with that. You I can, can live with guys. Okay. Well, no, here's the thing. Yeah. In terms of, you know, that's carny. I'll pay my quarter to go into the freak show, maybe, and see the guy jump into a tub of cow's blood. Something's going on, okay? I'll pay my quarter for the freak show of the guy that jumps off the top of the tent, hoping the television will catch him before he kills himself. What I won't pay my quarter for is for Kim Kardashian and the rest of her mundane, you know, semi-illiterates to sit around in a car and say, she thinks I'm such a bitch. Yeah, but what does she know? Oh, my God. God, I mean, oh, this is purgatory. Right, this is Kardashian purgatory. Well, uh, I was over it, at a friend's house uh, delivering yeah. some food because they weren't feeling well, and I was treated to ten minutes of uh, the Via Kardashian, and I gotta tell you, it's the end of the world, man. Okay, all right, here's some good news. Here's some good news. I want you to know that the smart people know what they're doing. Okay, kind of in counties. With Whole Foods. Is there a Whole Foods on your island? Not on the island, no. no. But in Seattle, right? Yeah. In counties that have a Whole Foods, Obama took 81% of the vote in those counties. In counties that had Cracker Barrels, uh, the, the Republicans uh, took 74, 64% of the vote. You know Cracker Barrel restaurants? You've been Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I and know. They're full of kitchen, kitchen gizmo, right? right? Kitchen gizmo. On the other side, you got Whole Foods. It has its attitude. I mean, if you go in, I love to go into Whole Foods, into the, into the uh, uh, you know, super vegan area and say, I'd like some of that uh, bull's blood meal, please. <laughs> we don't carry bull's blood meal. I said, yes, you do. I bought it here two months ago. Are you sure? I'll say, look at me. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of attitude. I, I, I went up to the counter once with a, with a, with a, a bottle of old-fashioned peanut butter, and I said, "What does old-fashioned mean? Made without the, uh, you know, without the advancements in sanitary laws?" But generally, it's a nice place. Okay, one other thing for you, yep. because I think in the year 2012, and I'm projecting now, of course, is that we're going to see more and more homophobic Republicans forced out of the closet, right? There's a huge move to force um, Rick Perry out. Well, yeah, tell me about where does that come from? An investigative reporter did a whole lot of work on talking with professional prostitutes and people in the government who said they had had sex, these are males, had had sex with Rick Perry. And he couldn't get, finally, he had, he had a book deal, and when Perry's campaign collapsed, they took the book deal away, so he has published it as an e-book, okay? Mm-hmm. But, I, I, again, this is just rumor, so I don't care. If Rick Perry is gay, Verweis, who cares? It doesn't make him any smarter, better, worse, makes him a hypocrite. I understand about self-loathing when you're told that you're going to hell because you're, because you're gay, you know? It's kind of hard to stand up and say, oh, well, what the hell? So I'm going to hell. Let me tell you the truth. Here's my favorite. Bill Johnson, this is the guy that ran for 
governor of Alabama. Do you know the story? No. Came out this week? Yeah, no, more more week of the news. Okay. Uh, well, he lost. He lost. And he's he's married to former Miss Alabama. This is a man who is a big homophobe. Uh, in you know, this is the man that goes around talking about defense of marriage. You know. Okay. Yep. It turns out that he has a secret life as a sperm donor for lesbian couples. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's like somebody on television. Yeah. Johnson has used the online persona church bill. That's C-H-C-H-B-I-L-L. Is that the bill you play for going to church? Is yes. the churchy bill to meet women who want help to get pregnant under that persona? He has discussed making donations to at least nine women without the knowledge of his family in the U.S. Ah, ah, ah. Now, here's, there's two problems. Yes, people yes. Monitor, yeah. Well, people who monitor sperm donors say you should not donate to more than four people. Because then you, once you get above four people, you run the chance of people who don't know they have the same parent marrying. And then you have the genetic problem. Okay? Okay. All right? All right. The second thing is... They went to his wife. This guy was in New Zealand at the time or something, donating sperm to lesbian couples. And they said, well, your husband's a, a sperm donor to lesbians and said that you really approved of it. You all couldn't have children, and this was really important to you. She broke down crying in front of them. Oh, she my. had no idea. Former Miss Alabama. Oh, my. Oh, my. Well, you know, in the age of the cell phone camera, yeah, uh, yes, no, no one can escape anything. And, and I understand that Facebook, which is hideous, by the way, I, I, I got to get out of Facebook because it's so confusing. It could only the guy who invented it could truly like it. You know, it's got things I don't care about running in front of my, you know, you used to be able to control your own site. You come to David Osmond on Facebook and, and there would be me and my thing. Now it's everybody else's stuff is laying out and the newswire is running and I'm going to this show and did you hear this piece of music and I had a nice day and I ate dinner. I mean, my God, it's just horrible. Horrible. But uh, uh, they have added one new thing, which is uh, all parents will love this. This is like, uh, this will go into your permanent record. Okay. Yeah. How many times does a kid get to This is going to go into your permanent record. Of course, your permanent uh-huh. record is shredded by the time you're in, you're in uh, college. Anyway, yep. uh, they are now going to – they've got some way of um, assembling everything about you that you've ever played, every picture, everything about you specifically. So uh-huh. – so, all of those things you say, yeah, well, I've been smoking a joint, man, but I, everybody just know that'll know. But yeah, oh, it's all lined up now. So the FBI it's is called timeline. It, it's called timeline. Timeline. That's it. Yep. Yep. So, yep. so that, that 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 will be that will be a destroyer on down the line, and all of us parents will be able to say, see, it's on your permanent record. Well, David, I understand why people are attracted by this. It's what Warhol said. Everybody wants to be a celebrity. If you've got a timeline, then you have proof of your existence, and it's your little reality show, regardless how impressive or stupid it is. I mean, I'm reading a book now on quantum theory. It's basically 40 famous moments in the development of quantum theory, and it's kind kind of exciting, except for the parts that I can't completely understand at all. But, I mean, this is an interesting timeline, and it involves 
12, 10 or 12, 15 incredible people, you know, that, that kind of timeline I did. But, yeah, Joe, I, I blacked out and Cynthia's pregnant or not, I can't tell, it could just be bloating. You know, that's, ah, <laughs> ah. This is, you know. I know, I know. It's, it's, it was uh, like the man who predicted that uh, the amount of uh, memory storage would increase, you know, drastically every 10 seconds. It's the sa- same thing, information on Facebook. It, it, it became so bloated. Is it pregnant? No, it's just bloated. It became so bloated so quickly that uh, for someone like me who wants to use it to, you know, be in contact with fans and friends and, you know, people locally, because uh, there are a lot of friends that are really friends of mine who are on Facebook. But, uh, you know, it's so um, cluttered. It's just cluttered with useless information. And that is, you know, uh, were we talking about television? Cluttered with useless information. Uh, the whole, you know, everybody's cell phone camera cluttered with useless information. Uh, how, how, how are we going to cl- cut through the clutter, if I may say that, in 2012 and get to the things that are really vital and important and, and, and uh, necessary for the survival of the country? Otherwise, you know, those trains to Auschwitz, they're warming up. Well, you know, it's it's a matter of developing critical analysis, and it's hard to develop critical analysis when you're bombarded with millions, billions of useless information. Maybe, you know, I'm thinking about what is the government afraid of? I'm talking about the gov, the secret gov. Let's Let's get right to it. You know, what are they afraid of? What they should be afraid of, they're not afraid of, which is eight-year-old hackers bringing on the drones. Eight-year-old hackers probably did already in Iran. Eight-year-old hackers are going to start wiping all the information on all the that hold everything, David. You know what I'm saying? All this useless information is just kept in memory on servers and on out, outboard disks, okay? And it's open to be hacked. I, I think we're going to have... Part of the great war that's coming, or struggle, whatever you want to call it, uh, besides the uh, ping point, the huge, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, they use it in the market, it's such a nice word, correction, the ultra-correction, is going to be a hacker's war. And, uh, you know, I think Anonymous is going to be right there on the front line. So don't worry, David, they're going to hack uh, Facebook, and you won't have it anymore, so you won't have to worry about all that stuff. There we okay? go. There we go. I, I can get my message out simply by saying, I, God love you, and happy holidays. You can just take a page on thefiresigntheater.com, right, and turn it into a simple blog, and just send out emails to people that you're interested in, and tell them if they want to find out what you're doing and talk with you, come up to David Osmond on firesigntheater.com. You know what I mean? Well, just come up, to, come up to Radio Free Oz, come up yes. to Firesign yeah. Theater. And as a matter of fact, let's just say a, a, a tribute to our, our Phil and Phil uh, cohorts down there. We, we uh, played Portland last week. Uh, and won. And yes, we certainly won on Saturday night. I think it was sort of a draw yeah. on Friday. But on Saturday, it was definitely a, a home run with the Bozo Show. We had a great time. 
yeah. and uh, um, the the news about the theater is that our first scripts are being published by Broadway Play Publishing. Uh, news <laughs> news will be right there on the FiresignTheater.com site. These are the scripts that you can perform for the first time without you know trying to get a, a seventy five dollar copy of our old books. Uh, and these are plays. You've turned them also. They have been st- structured as plays. Yes, they're yes. Not just, they're not just transcripts of the albums. Well, you know, uh, Nick Danger has a whole sound effects guide that shows how, uh, you know, Firesign did sound effects for the show and how we laid them out and so forth. And uh, uh, Don't Crush That Dwarf is a is a regulation play that uh, we've performed here on the island. Um, uh, Electrician is adapted for... Uh, a, a much larger cast, so it's suitable in that play, man. You see Waiting for the Electrician, and it's as true today as it was in 1967, maybe Absolutely. truer. And yeah. I think we're going to see performances of that uh, uh, show uh, all over the place. I, I'm really looking forward to it. So that's, a, that's, you know, that's the next thing on the Fire Signs plate, and um, I'm very excited about it. And thank you for getting us in touch, by the way, Pete, which you did with Broadway Yeah, I Play did. Publishing. Well, th- thank you for putting this stuff together. And thanks, everybody, for being with us this year. It's been, it's been an amazing time. I mean, you know, as, as David said, it's easy to get burned out on politics when so much of it is palaver. It's not like we're, we're watching the Lincoln-Douglas debates or, you know, or we're in the midst of really interesting, serious people discussing a way of coming together and healing the commonwealth. No, it's, it's palaver and, and calumny and, you know, just inconsequential. Talk about too much information, too much political information. Well, Dave, um, I want to say season's greetings to you, to Dave Maloney, to the Oz team that made Oz possible this year, Chaz Glass and Phil Fountain and uh, Doc Technical and uh, let's see, who else have we got there? Tom Gedwillow, okay? One of th- and Dave Maloney who runs Blue U. Thank you all. And uh, the next couple of weeks uh, we're, we're going to be taking kind of blasts from the past because we all get a vacation, right? Even the even we audio bloggers get a vacation, right? Well, I'll be taking a little more vacation than uh, you will from Oz starting uh, in 2012. Uh, and I, when I come back to this wonderful dialogue that started around uh, my kitchen table with you saying, you know, people would pay money to hear us talk. Well, maybe, maybe so. Maybe not. It doesn't matter. It's been a great conversation this year, and yep. uh, and and we'll be back at it. And when you come back, you'll be just fresh and full of stuff, David. Hope okay? so. Hope so. Oh, I know so. I can't wait. Maloney, thanks a lot. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll see you brand new and live in 2012. Blast from the past coming up for the next couple of weeks. Seasons, greetings, and remember. Happy New Year. We're going to all get through this together.